Hello Go Geeks, it's Ian Paget here. I'm back with another podcast that's created to help you make a living designing logos. On this week's episode, I'm going to be sharing some tips and ideas for planning and organization for the new year. But before we go into that, I do want to thank this week's sponsor, The Perfect Match, a game where designers submit mood boards created using Adobe Stock Assets. And if your mood board design is chosen, you will be featured on Adobe's monthly live streaming game show with other talented designers, art directors, and creatives where the winner goes home with $1,000. It's totally free to participate in the perfect match. And by simply submitting an entry, Adobe will give you a gift for your time. To learn more and to enter, visit theperfectmatch.co forward slash logo geek. So it's been a long time since I've done a solo episode. So with it being the new year, I thought I'd hit that record button and share my personal approach for planning for life and some of my own personal tips and advice for keeping organized too. So one of the most useful things I found is to have a big long-term vision. So to design the life that you want to have. That way, you know what you want from life and can slowly, day by day, work towards having it. Without having some kind of long-term vision like that, you'll end up just plodding along each day and letting other people around you choose your destiny, which kind of sucks. So if you can design your own life, it's definitely worth doing that. So an exercise I did several years back that I found really useful and plan to do again over the coming weeks is to create a future board. So at that time, I bought a big pin board. I put it up in my bedroom. And then what I did was slowly collect together images of the things I wanted in life. So from a career perspective, I'd pull together the type of work that I'd love to be able to work on and the type of things I would like to see myself achieving. So for example, I've always wanted to do talks at events, even though that absolutely terrifies me. Um, But I'd pin up pictures of speaking at some kind of graphic design event. I also want to write a book which is something I wanted to do for a long time. And those are all things I wanted to do with my career at that time. And here today, I've actually done most of those things. Like with the book, I've nearly actually finished it. I I did a lot of work on that last year and I've nearly finished that book. So I should be able to finish that this year. Um, I've also spoke at some events as well, which is absolutely terrifying But I can say that I've done that, I've achieved that, and obviously I can do uh, more of that as time goes on. But on that board, I didn't just include work-related stuff. I included the type of home I wanted to live in. 
you know, so pictures of the outside and the inside. I put up pictures of the type of clothes I'd like to wear, the type of family life I wanted, the type of places I wanted to go on holiday, the type of places I wanted to visit in the world. And seeing all that stuff pinned up, it helped me so much. I would actually say, you know, that time spent pulling together images from magazines and and books and stuff I found online and printed off. I feel it actually changed my life more than I ever imagined it would. I mean, for example, simple things like holidays. So rather than going on, you know, a handful of cheap trips, instead, I just saved up and went to the places that I actually wanted to go to. So one of my big dreams was going to Cambodia and seeing the incredible temples that inspired a lot of those uh, that, that you see in computer games like Tomb Raider. I actually managed to go there and see that for myself. And if I hadn't done that, realistically, would I ever have actually gone there? No, because I probably would have kept going on these cheap trips. So it just provided that focus. And another thing I pinned up that I wanted to own my own home. It's something that a lot of us dream to have. But at that time, I was renting a really expensive flat. And actually, what I ended up doing to get on the property ladder was relocate to somewhere that was cheaper. And that allowed me to stop renting, to get onto the property ladder and to gradually work my way up. Because once you're on the property ladder, everything becomes a lot easier. You know, it's uh, ongoing monthly cost is actually cheaper than rent. So if you can do that and you can find a way like I did, it's worth doing. And if you know where you want to go and what you want to do, it's, it's, it's worth it. Um, I think something that's important to note with a future board is that it can constantly change and adapt as you grow. So the things that you pin up should be so big and incredible that you can keep working towards them, but be exciting enough so that you're driven to fulfill those goals. They don't even need to be things that you can actually do right now. If you know that you want to do that thing, you can at least start to figure out what you need to know so that you can one day achieve that thing. So it's been several years since I created my last future board and I was amazed that once I had some clarity how quickly I achieved almost everything on that board. And it's the very reason why I want to do this exercise again. As I, I like I said, I really do believe that it's been one of the most useful things that I've ever done to provide that clarity. So... By doing that future board, you have some clarity of your vision. But the big question is, how do you now reach that goal? Well, I I recommend reading the book, The One Thing, uh, which is definitely one of my favorite books. It's a thin book. You can read it relatively quickly. But as a general summary, now that you've got your big long-term plan, So now what you need to do is figure out what you need to do within the next five years to reach that goal. So now you've got that five-year goal, 
Now you need to break that down into yearly goals. Now you need to break those yearly goals into monthly goals. Then break those monthly goals into weekly goals. Then those weekly goals into days, then hours, and then right now. So if there's something that you don't know how to do, step one would be finding out how you do it. So you could sign up for courses or to start networking in communities where people can provide help and advice. Just remember that every single thing that you see around you was created by a person. So that computer that you're working from now, that phone that you're using on a daily basis, all of that stuff was created by people. Okay, they are done by machines, but those machines were created by people. It required uh, someone to have some kind of vision to actually fulfill that. So you just need to remember that absolutely anything is possible. You just need to have a dream and to work towards making that dream a plan. If you know what you want from life, you can achieve it by working towards it. I always like to see your future vision as the top of a mountain. It feels like a long way to the top when you're stood at the very bottom. But if you made just one step every day and you stayed on track from the bottom to the top, you will eventually reach the top of the mountain. It, would, it just takes a little bit of time, but doing work every day, you know, that one step every day and you're working towards the top, you will reach the top of that mountain. So that means that even if, say, your big crazy plan, you did just 10 minutes a day and you're focusing on that long-term goal and reaching the top of that mountain, those 10 minutes will, will mount up. Or those 30 minutes or those hours, those days, all of those things mount up. And if you're just staying on course and you're staying on track and you're focusing on that destination... It's not a dream at all. You will physically reach the top of that mountain. It just takes time. But you do need to be cautious of distractions. <laughs> That's why it's useful to have the vision board pinned up on your wall. You know, if those things are the things that you really want to do, they are, to some degree, the only things that should matter to you and everything else is irrelevant. <laughs> you know, you, you need to picture a distraction almost like, you know, when you're walking up the mountain, it's a step in the wrong direction. So you're no longer walking towards the top of that mountain. Well, I mean, you could be, but it's just going to take longer to reach the top of that mountain when you step away from that path. But I just want to add, if something does interest you and excites you and you want it to be part of your life and your goals, then just add it to your future board. You know, it's your life. It's your future. You have control over the destination that you want to reach. And um, yeah, I would say the idea is that you never really reach the top of the mountain. <laughs> you know, you should be continually changing what you want that destination to be. So like I said, in my case, when I originally created my future board, you know, a lot of those things seemed 
unobtainable like it seemed impossible to reach it felt like it could be years away before I actually achieve a lot of those things but like I said just having that clarity it actually didn't take long it just took took a couple of years to be able to work on the type of projects I wanted live in the kind of house I wanted to live in to go on the holidays I wanted to go on to dress the way that I wanted to you know it, it didn't take long because I had that clarity and obviously you know once you reach a, a destination you want another destination so that future it's fine if it changes you know there, there's always going to be things that might take 10 20 years or whatever but most of the time what you want in life like what I wanted in life you know five years ago whenever I last created this uh, uh, board is different to what I want now and that's totally fine so now I want to discuss how I plan my time. But before going into that, I do want to thank the sponsor of this episode. Once again, the perfect match. So as designers or creatives, we're constantly presenting ideas visually to our clients. So most designers, we create mood boards to help get across a certain feel. But a question that you might have is how well does it actually communicate the intended message? Do your clients really understand the work that you're putting in front of them? And that's the goal of the perfect match. It's a game where designers submit mood boards created using Adobe stock assets. So what you can do is test your skills by putting together a brand-inspired mood board using Adobe Stock Assets and enter it into the perfect match. And if your mood board design is chosen, you will be featured on Adobe's monthly live streaming game show with other designers and creatives where the winner will go home with $1,000. It's totally free to enter this and if you submit an entry, Adobe will buy you a gift for your time. So if you enter, you win something. So to take part in the perfect match and to learn more about it, visit theperfectmatch.co forward slash logogeek. That's theperfectmatch.co forward slash logogeek. So we've discussed the approach that I personally take to plan your life long term. But now I want to talk about, you know, day to day planning so that you actually achieve and get things done that need to be done. So in terms of the things I need to do, I've always got a mix of client work and personal work. And I can imagine that your list will probably be similar. So you'll always have client work, which pays the bills. And then you will have your own personal stuff, like working on your website, working on your portfolio, working on social media, working on marketing, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So something I like to do is basically list down everything that I need to do on paper. And you might prefer to do this electronically. But personally, I just prefer paper. I find it easier to plan. I find it quicker to scribble things down. And in all honesty, I like the sheer satisfaction of crossing things off my list and, you know, seeing at the end of the day that I've actually made some progress. 
So I used to do this in, you know, just a plain notepad. But what I use now is a things to do pad, uh, which I found on Amazon. And what I can do is simply list the things I need to do. And when I've got to the bottom of that list and completed everything off it, basically I tear it off, throw it in a bin and then start a new list. Now, there's often a lot of things on that list and it can sometimes feel extremely overwhelming. Uh, so there's a couple of other things I do to help work out what's a priority. So first of all, I will use Google Calendar to plan out my weeks. I do this really high level. So for example, if I have a logo design project and a web design project, I might simply block out Monday and Tuesday to work on the logo project and then maybe Thursday and Friday for the website project, for example. Um, but usually I've got anywhere between five and 10 projects on the go at any one time. Um, but I never, you know, do them all at the same time. That's, that's not possible. What I do is instead queue up the projects in my calendar. So if I already have projects booked in on one week, what I do when I get the next project is just block it out in the following week. And by having this visibility, it means that when a client calls me, I can give them an idea of when the initial designs will be ready to present. That way I can set a very clear expectation from the very beginning of our communication. Something that's worth noting is that I always like to allocate too much time for a project and sometimes intentionally leave uh, some days blank. That way, if a project takes longer than intended, which happens, or if I need to make amendments on another project, I can do that comfortably without stressing too much about not having time. Another tool that I like to keep organized is Trello. And this is a tool that allows you to basically have columns and uh, create projects and drag them from column to column based on where you are with the project. And because I usually have several projects on go, it can get a bit confusing as to, to where things are, you know, do projects need feedback? Do I need to create the files? You know, whatever. There's always several steps. So what I do with all of my projects is I break the projects down into bite-sized steps. So for example, with a logo design project, step one might be send the client a proposal. Step two might be prepare the project brief. Step three could be to prepare the initial designs. Step four, make any amendments. Step five, prepare the logo design files. Step six, invoice the client. So by using Google Calendar combined with Trello, I have a really high level plan of exactly what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, and I've got really clear visibility as to the exact stage that each project is at. That leaves my mind free to focus on actually getting the work done and not leaving me feeling really stressed about what project needs to be done and when and, and what stage it's at, or you know, I, I'm not going to forget anything by working in this way. But doing this also helps me to prioritize that list of tasks that I mentioned earlier on. So what I like to do now is basically take a highlighter pen and pick out the things on that long list, 
things actually need to be done today. Things actually need to be achieved right now in order to keep on track with what's on my calendar. And what you usually find is that that actually ends up being just one or two things. And that means that I can ignore everything else and focus only on the things that actually need to be done today that need to be done right now. And once those things are done, you can then move on to other tasks or start working on some of your own personal projects because basically that time is now free. Or, and I think this is the most important thing, you can actually just stop working for the day and go and enjoy time with your family or have a relaxing break. You know, it's your time. You can now do what you want with it because you've done the things that really need to be done today. Everything else can just wait. I think a really important thing to remember is that you need to focus on what you want from life and to not let work take over. It's a mistake that I've personally made numerous times in my life so far that I've often let work consume my time and I often forget the reason why I wanted to work for myself in the first time. So when you finish your work, go and enjoy your time, enjoy your freedom, spend time with your family, your friends and loved ones. You know, you need to make time for the other things in your life. Work's important, but everything else in life is important too. So when you finish the things on that list, go and enjoy your life. (laughs) So I hope this solo episode has been useful for you. Obviously a shorter episode than normal, but hopefully it's been inspiring for you and has helped you to plan for the new year ahead. And if you want to discuss more stuff like this, Would you like to join me and a group of other driven, motivated graphic designers on a Zoom call every other week? If so, ping me a message as I'm opening up the Logo Geek Plus community to a handful of new people for the new year ahead. Uh, We usually meet every other Thursday at 8pm GMT. And I intentionally like to keep the group small and intimate. That way we can collectively really get to know each other properly. We can all become friends. And uh, that means that we can just provide ongoing motivation and support because we all really know what each other is trying to achieve, where we are and, you know, just become genuine friends. Um, Try to keep those cores fairly relaxed chilled out you know almost like just going to the pub and hanging out with friends Um, but obviously I'll stir the conversation so it remains on topic in some way so that's it for this week's episode but I'll be back the same time next week for another exciting episode of the Logo Geek Podcast